Welcome back to the Essentially You podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Marisa Snyder, and I'm going to help you rock your hormones and feel great in your body so that you can reclaim more energy, vitality, and joy and become the CEO of your health. Let's jump on in. It is officially the holidays. And with the holiday season comes all of the delicious, cozy comfort foods, drinks, and desserts. And I have a feeling that you have some favorites. I know I do. Speaking of favorites, one of my favorite things to do this time of the year is go to Disneyland. I love holiday Disney and I love all of the holiday Disney food. And one of the things that I love most, we just went yesterday, is the Raspberry Rose Mickey Macaroon at the Jolly Holiday Bakery Cafe. Now, I enjoyed this ridiculously big macaroon with my mom and Alex yesterday. And let me tell you, it was one of the first things I did when I got into the park so that I got one before they sold out. Now, in order to set myself up for success, one, I really savored this incredible dessert because it was as good as I remembered it. But we had lunch before that. I had this really yummy chicken salad before that. And then we walked for like 20 to 30 minutes afterwards. And I ended up walking 22,000 steps yesterday, which is not my best record to date at Disney. But let me tell you, it's good enough. I actually hit my goal of 20,000 steps while we were there. And so, you know, every single one of us has something that we love, you know, traditions that we savor. But the name of the game is not only do we get to, you know, eat the foods that we love and really enjoy the deliciousness of the season, but also honor our bodies, our metabolism and our blood sugar so that we are feeling good and having a great time. Honestly, I think that's what it's all about. So that's literally what today is episode is all about, because I want you to know that I am a yes and kind of person because I want you to enjoy some of your favorite holiday foods and have a great time with friends and family while also honoring your body and your metabolism. That way you feel great throughout the entire holiday season and you feel even better in early to mid January after the holiday season, especially if you are joining our live 14 day group detox kicking off the second week of January. I am so excited. We are gearing up right now to open the doors for that in the next couple of weeks. And I hope you are saying yes. I know I am ready to do a really great, I love this detox so much with you because man, it's just one of the best ways to really set the tone for the new year. So today, what I'm going to be focusing on is three surefire ways to manage your blood sugar levels and to support your metabolism during the holidays. Now, what I love about these three hacks, and I may have a bonus, not going to lie, is that they work, hands down. Like these hacks work. And when you adapt them during the holiday season, you can also adapt them throughout the entire year, right, to continue to support your metabolic health. Now, these strategies are ones that I use every single day because the juice is worth the squeeze. Like these move the needle. So as I navigate the holidays, I am working on being the most metabolically flexible. And honestly, I have stepped into the holiday season already. I know it's about to be December, literally in a day or two days. I am the most metabolically flexible that I have been in over a decade. I am more toned. I'm rocking more energy than I can remember. 
So I want you to know that these strategies are strategies that I'm not giving up anytime soon. I'm going to carry with me for a long time and just continue to tweak and optimize them to work best for my body. And that's the other thing I want to mention is these are surefire, incredible hacks to support you during the holidays, to manage glucose spikes during the holidays. But the goal here is take these and modify them to work best for you. And maybe only one works for you, maybe two works for you. What I also love about these three hacks is that they can work in tandem. You can literally do all three if you want. And you may be doing a version of these already. And maybe you just find ways to optimize them and tweak them to just work best for you. So without further ado, I want to get right into it. Here they are. Number one, and you've heard me talk about this one. I mean, gosh, <laughs> over and over and over again, but it is worth repeating because it's so good. And that is to move your body after your biggest meals. I don't care if it's taking the stairs, if it's on a rowing machine, if it's a Peloton ride, if it is a 15 to 30 minute walk, get in that movement. Resist the temptation to nap or veg out on the couch after eating too much. The goal here is to get moving because this will help your muscles use that blood sugar instead of just storing it in your liver or eventually in your fat cells. Now, I have an entire episode devoted to the benefits of walking after a meal, especially after dinner or after you overeat, right? Or if you have too much sugar, whatever it may be. It's episode 340 and it is taking a 20 minute walk after dinner is one of the best things you can do for your metabolism. So if you want more nitty gritty into why it is so good for you to be walking after a meal, go and check out episode 340. And if you can't walk because it is too freaking cold outside, which I get a big chunk of the country and a big chunk of the world, it is chilly. So what I recommend instead, and this is the case for me too, some it's dark, it's cold outside. That's the reality of things right now, especially during the holiday season. My recommendation is squats, lunges, body weight exercises, put those muscles to work. And here's the thing, you can do it in your living room. So we do it in our living room. We'll have a show on or we'll have music on and we'll be playing in the living room with Kingston and we'll just be knocking out squats and lunges and body weight exercises. Kingston does squats too and it's so adorable. He is a little squat machine. And so what we know is that if we can leverage our muscles, we don't have to end up using so much insulin to manage that glucose in our bloodstream. And the newest research points to working out in the evening as the best time to increase your metabolic rate and to increase your burn rate. Now, I personally love working out in a fasted state in the morning, but I also love walking or doing something that uses my biggest muscle groups in the living room later in the evening, usually after dinner. So again, getting where you fit in. I know a lot of us during the holidays, we're going to be snacking and eating throughout the day. And so just carve out a morning walk, an afternoon walk, an after dinner walk, you know, whatever works best for you or better yet, you know, just build in your workouts in the afternoon or the evening, like whatever works best for you, but just make sure that you keep moving that body so that you are helping to support the amount of blood sugar that you may be dealing with during the holidays. All right, number two, eat dessert after a meal. Now I have shared this before, do not eat dessert for breakfast. And that goes for muffins, sugar in your coffee, cereal, I don't know, pumpkin waffles, granola, asahi bowls. I mean, all of these are really high carb, sugar laden foods that will lead to a glucose spike that can really gunk up our cells, right? And don't eat dessert on its own, like for a snack or for a late night dessert, right? Snacks are 
especially if they're dessert snacks, they're really not that great for us in general. Ideally, you want to be eating three nutrient-dense meals a day with protein, healthy fats, and lots and lots and lots of fiber. I'm talking veggies to keep you full between meals. You know, when we eat sugar on an empty stomach, we are practically ensuring that we will experience a major blood sugar spike and crash. Now, given most desserts will spike your blood sugar if eaten alone, the best time to eat dessert is after a meal containing lots and lots of fiber, some good fat, and some really clean protein sources. That way, the sugar from that dessert is slowed down in the digestive system. It won't enter the bloodstream so quickly, which will lessen that blood sugar spike. It'll be more of like a blood sugar hill than like a towering mountain that hits really hard. And even better still, Aim for desserts that have a low glycemic load like berries with homemade whip, dark chocolate, or my personal favorite, like dark chocolate almond butter cups. So we can absolutely still enjoy like really yummy, rich desserts, but maybe we make modifications. I'm a big fan of upgrading dessert, upgrading snacks, you know, and really focusing on really delicious things that are also not going to hit so hard when it comes to the bloodstream. And so one of my favorite things to do is we make dark chocolate almond butter cups with a little bit of sea salt on top. And these are phenomenal. They're rich, they're creamy, but they are not packing a a massive, you know, blood sugar spike punch. So those are some things to be thinking about. Again, sugar-free sorbets, keto brownies, avocado mousse, like you can really get creative. There are so many recipes out there, but just make sure that you are doing it after a meal so that your body can really metabolize it a lot slower and it won't hit so hard when it comes to, you know, a big glucose spike. And then number three, this is one that has been really, really working for me. And that is adopting reverse fasting or early time-restricted eating. So the newest research in JAMA suggests that if you're going to skip a meal, let it be dinner or aim for a smaller dinner earlier in the evening. Now, you've probably heard the statement, eat breakfast like a king or queen, (laughs) queen for me, lunch like a prince or princess and dinner like a pauper. The goal is to eat when the sun comes up and finish eating when the sun goes down. Eating in line with our circadian rhythms can make for better weight management as well as improved sleep, healthier blood sugar levels, and so much more. Now, as I mentioned in other podcasts, this type of fasting is called reverse fasting or early time-restricted eating. So reverse fasting is a little bit different from the traditional type of intermittent fasting because instead of eating dinner around 8 p.m. or even 7 p.m. and skipping breakfast, you start your fast earlier in the day, preferably 5 or 6 p.m., and then fast for 12 to 15 hours. Now, this subtype technically refers in the scientific literature as early time-restricted eating or just time-restricted eating. Research has found that this type of fasting to be superior to just fasting anytime. So if you're intrigued by the concept of reverse fasting or living in harmony with your circadian rhythms, here's how to get started. This is how to do it for the holiday season. Plan to do a reverse fast, meaning you leave 12 to 13 hours between your early dinner and breakfast. For example, push back dinner to 5.30 p.m. or 6 p.m. and then plan to break your fast around 7 a.m. or 8 a.m. the next morning. And if you're just getting started with intermittent fasting, here are three great ways to set yourself up for success when applying intermittent fasting to your life and your body. Number one, 
Before starting fasting, make sure that your last meal of the day is high in protein and low in sugar or refined carbs. That way you don't activate your killer craving centers in the brain. This is especially true in the evening. I mean, how often have you wanted to start intermittent fasting, but then you ate a really carb-heavy dinner like pasta and found yourself hungry late at night before going to bed? So if your meal has adequate amounts of lots of fiber like veggies, protein, and a little bit of fat, you are really going to set yourself up for that 12 plus circadian fast. And it's super important to get sufficient protein here. So 0.75 to one gram of protein per pound of lean body mass is the goal. For example, if a woman weighs 130 pounds and has lean body mass of 100 pounds, I recommend between 85 and 100 grams of protein a day. Number three, when you break your fast with the first meal of the day, ideally in the morning, this is the best time to do it because you are in a more thermogenic state. So break your fast with a savory meal containing protein, healthy fats, and fiber. So don't focus on a sugary meal for the first meal of the day because that sets the tone for your metabolism and your blood sugar, not only for that day, but even for the next day. So it's going to be super important that that first meal of the day when you break your fast is a really metabolically supportive meal, right? Maybe it's a green smoothie with protein powder. Maybe it's eggs with veggies and avocado, or maybe it's leftovers from the night before. You know, whatever it is, get in where you fit in. Just when you break that fast, make sure that it's a metabolically supportive meal so that you really set the tone for the rest of the day and that you feel great for the rest of the day. And then as far as my bonus, so that you can have your pecan pie and eat it too, I recommend incorporating infective herbs and supplements to blunt a blood sugar spike like berberine into your daily supplement regimen. Studies have shown that herbs like berberine and cinnamon can effectively control blood sugar spikes. And berberine has been used in traditional Chinese medicine for thousands of years. Some of its uses include cholesterol reduction, weight loss, and blood sugar control. Studies have shown that it can reduce blood sugar spikes by up to 30% after you eat. Berberine does this by reducing the amount of sugar produced by the liver and increasing insulin sensitivity. It's even been found to be as effective as some drugs used to treat type 2 diabetes. Now, while berberine isn't the only herb that helps balance blood sugar, it's certainly a heavy hitter when it comes to the other metabolic balancing benefits that it brings to the table. Now, there are definitely other herbs that I recommend as well, things like cinnamon extract, American ginseng root, fenugreek, gimica extracts, all of these can be supportive in blood sugar control, the uptake of glucose by muscle cells, and may also help maintain healthy blood lipids like triglycerides and low-density lipoproteins, LDLs. And so when I was creating my supplement, I wanted to make sure that I took a combination of these herbs to really help support healthy blood glucose and insulin sensitivity, and to also support cardiometabolic health through antioxidant properties to assist with healthy inflammatory responses. So I am obsessed with the amazing results that I'm seeing people get with the glucose support. It's not just about lowering blood sugar levels and insulin levels, it's about addressing all facets of metabolic dysfunction, and that was really my goal. And so here's my take on all of this is that this is the holidays, you're going to be eating the pecan pie or the apple pie or the sugar cookies or the peppermint bark ice cream. I don't know. I'm just naming things that may be delicious. Brownies, cinnamon rolls, and you're going to want to really enjoy them. And you get to do that. You get to enjoy the yummy foods. But if you don't want the blood sugar spike on the back end of that, 
One, definitely think about the big ways that I recommended today, but also consider a glucose support supplement for those days or those treats where, you know, you're just going to really enjoy it and hopefully not take the big blood sugar hit on the other side. So if you are looking for a wonderful solution, especially for those holiday treat moments, I highly recommend trying glucose support out. I've had so many women come back to me. I guess I launched it back in July and people have been running their hemoglobin A1C at least once or twice. And I've had several women, dozens of women come back with a hemoglobin A1C about three to four points lower than when they started it. So if you're looking to drop your hemoglobin A1C, if you're looking to support your metabolism, if you're looking to blunt blood sugar spikes, having a good glucose support herbal supplement can be a part of a healthy way of getting there along with wonderful lifestyle strategies. Um, because again, you know, this is about a yes and approach. This is about, you know, enjoying what you love, but also ensuring that your body and your metabolism is working for you. So I will have the link for glucose support inside of this episode. If you want to go and check it out and get a bottle for yourself, maybe even a bottle for a family member. And again, I would love to hear which of these three you're down to try. And remember, you can absolutely stack these three strategies or technically four strategies. You could try the early restricted intermittent fasting, the walking and movement, right? The having dessert after a meal and even having a great herbal supplement. All of these things could absolutely work to your benefit and they're all super safe to do. So let me know, head on over to Instagram at Dr. Marisa. Let me know which ones you're going to try. I would love to hear from you in my DMs. And again, this episode is all about supporting you during a fun and amazing time of the year where I want you to be living your best life. So I hope that this episode has helped to support you. The goal always is to upgrade your health and support your hormones. Get a moment if you have a chance, definitely subscribe to the show and review it so that more women can get access to these episodes and hopefully also own becoming the CEO of their health. Until the next episode, have an amazing day.